0: Hey friends, welcome to episode four, Connect to God, five practices for deepening your connection to God. Today, I'm going to share how to connect to God and feel his love and energy and deepen your connection to him. I have recently been led to use my gifts to help others connect to God on an energetic and soul level. If you are seeking a deeper connection to God, to feel his energy and love and experience his guidance and voice more clearly in your day-to-day life, then grab a notebook and get comfortable, because I'm about to help you learn how to connect to God in a way you may not have been able to before. This is Faith Fitness Joy, and I am Rochelle Weiss. Does losing weight or getting fit and healthy seem you struggle with how to get started maybe you're tired of being on the diet and fitness roller coaster or sometimes feel overwhelmed depressed and like you have somehow lost yourself in the busyness of motherhood work and life do you want to have more energy and feel more connected and happy do you seek a deeper connection to God faith Fitness Joy is all about achieving whole health it is about health of the body mind and soul for Christian moms if you are ready to lose weight or get fit improve your nutrition feel better, healthier, and happier, while also strengthening and deepening your connection to God, then this is a podcast for you. Alright everyone, today I'm sharing five practices for deepening your connection to God. These are, one, make time to meet Him daily, two, add meditation to your day, three, add inner healing and shadow work four increase your awareness of signs and wonders around you five listen to your inner voice and intuition for much of my life i didn't really know how to truly connect to god i'd read the bible and my eyes would read the words but my brain didn't actually pick up a lot of what they said i'd go to church and listen and follow the services but didn't really feel anything i'd pray but didn't really know how to pray as time went on and I experienced a different church, one where there was a lot of singing at the beginning and genuine praise and worship, I started to experience feeling God's presence in the church. I started to learn about prayer groups and workbooks and how valuable they are in understanding the Bible. As far as more time went on, I started to hear God guiding me, answering me. In tandem with all this, I started on my weight loss journey after I had had my youngest child. This ultimately led me to other components of what I will be sharing through this podcast and my other work such as mindset, inner healing and shadow work, as well as soul and health healing. I started to learn the importance of taking care of my spiritual body and how deeply connected it is to the mind and the body. I started to learn that the root of most of our mental, physical and life problems stem from this disconnection from our soul body, as well as God's love and energy. We simply aren't taught about these connections or how to tap into them energetically. While I started this journey just trying to lose weight and help others with their health and weight loss, I've been led to develop my own spiritual gifts and use them to help others find their own. We all have them because they come from our soul body. We aren't taught that we have them though, let alone how to use them. But there are references all through the Bible pointing us to them. It all starts with connecting to God. When you seek him, he will happily meet you. So, like I said, the first step is really connecting to God before you can kind of go deeper with this. So how do you do that? What are some tools and practices you can use? Okay, so the first thing is to make time to meet him every day. The first thing you need to do is make a practice with meeting God personally every day. Start your day with him. If it is just once a day at first, that is fine. You will gradually start to seek him more often through the day as your connection to him deepens. The important thing is that you carve out time for him every day. Spend some time in prayer or gratitude. Add devotionals or workbooks to your time. For example, I find when I start in prayer, something I am seeking guidance on as I'm praying, Um, when I go to my devotional or my workbook after my initial prayer, it's usually has Bible verses that it refers to. And when I go to look them up, it is always a direct answer or in direct relation to what I was praying about. This is one of the ways he lets you know that he hears you and answers you. The second thing is to add meditation. God will speak to you in one form or another through meditation. This could look like images, It could be thoughts dropping in that answer your question. It can be a feeling like love or peace, or it can be emotions that suddenly rise up. When I started with this, it was as simple as a few minutes each morning, and I simply asked, God, what guidance do I need this morning? Sometimes I was given an image. Others, it was simply a few words. Don't worry if nothing happens at first. It's simply a matter of consistency and practice. Even just spending a few minutes meditating, just breathing deeply will help you find an inner calm with consistency that you will start to experience more in time. To do this, simply find somewhere quiet, sit on a pillow on the floor or a comfortable chair, close your eyes and direct them upward toward the middle of your forehead. Breathe in slowly to a count of four, long and deep in breath. Hold the breath at the top for a count of four. Breathe out long and slow for a count of four. Keep breathing deeply in and out for at least five minutes. You can also add some calming music to play while you do this. Clear your mind of any thoughts, and if thoughts come in, let them pass through and just shift your focus back to breathing. The third thing or practice that you can try is to do inner healing and shadow work. I had heard of inner healing, but hadn't really delved much into it until about a year ago. And shadow work was completely foreign to me until about a year ago as well. These two are actually kind of one and the same. Many of us may be familiar with the concept that we all have things that we've experienced that we want to heal from. This is because we recognize the ways in which they hold us back. We go find self-help books. We take up different groups or activities to try and heal these things. However, they are often much deeper than a specific experience. Shadow work can help you get to the root of that. We we all have parts of ourselves that we don't like and that we don't want to acknowledge. We also all have past hurts and pain that we may not acknowledge or really like to face or confront. While we can try to ignore them, they will confront us over and over and over. We just don't usually recognize them or that that's what's happening. These can be things like people, behaviors, situations, etc. that ignite an intense emotional response or reaction in you. This happens because it reminds you of a past trauma or hurt or something in your past that had a, a deep emotional impact on you. But we often don't realize that this is what is happening in the moment that it happens. This can look like things like victimhood, in other words, maybe blaming others or feeling like everything's always happening to you, feeling ignored, feeling left out, feeling unheard, and there's many other examples. Inner healing and shadow work can help you become more aware of these things to help you get to the root of them and identify how they have turned into limiting beliefs in you, or maybe held you back. The reason this work is so important is because it helps break down these sort of emotional barriers and blockages that we put up as a result of these unaddressed inner issues or shadow shadows, if you will. These blocks can keep you disconnected from your true self as well as God, or at least limit the depth at which you can connect to God. They can also prevent you from stepping into what you really want in life and who you really want to be because you're hanging on to the old. So there's no room for the new or what God is trying to bless you with. You can't receive what you don't have any room for. There is a lot of great information out there on this. Lots of great books that can help you with this. Lots of stuff you can find on the internet if you Google it or or research it. Um, I actually also created and published a journal that's specifically designed to help with this kind of work, and I developed it just based on my own personal inner healing and shadow work that I was doing, and some of the journal prompts and questions I tended to ask myself and go over in my mind. So um, you can find that healing journal. It's called Growth and Healing, and you can find it by searching my name, Michelle Weiss, on Amazon. I also have Um, Some images of the journals and the interiors on my Facebook page, Faith Fitness Joy. The fourth practice that you can add is to increase your awareness of signs and wonders around you. God and angels are always with you, and they are always trying to get your attention and guide you in the right direction. There are numerous Bible verses that speak about angels, two that I'm particularly fond of. Our first, Exodus 23, verse 20. Behold, I send you an angel before you to guard you on the way and to bring you to the place that I have prepared. The second one is Psalms 91, verse 11. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash a foot against a stone. Since angels cannot speak to us directly, and because we are often too busy and consumed with our day-to-day lives, they will use any means necessary to get our attention. This can come in many forms, but a lot of times they will use things like nature, numbers, other people. So for example, when a butterfly comes close to you and seems to flutter about longer than seems normal or a grasshopper lands on you, that might be angels Trying to get your attention. Sometimes it might be something in the sky, like the shape of the clouds or the ways the stars look. It can come in the form of numbers. You may keep a certain number, you may keep seeing certain numbers everywhere, like on clocks or receipts, timestamps on the treadmill. We often dismiss these things, but many times these are angels trying to get to guide you to, or responding to something that you might be thinking about or that you've been praying about that they know is weighing on you. I will never forget when I saw a butterfly not too long after one of my dearest friends passed away. It wasn't just any butterfly. I had certain kinds in my yard that I saw often, but this one was out of place. It was the exact same kind of butterfly that I had released at her memorial service. You couldn't see the butterflies beforehand, and so when the time came that we all opened our boxes and let the butterflies free, that was when you first saw the butterfly, It fluttered around me, and I have never seen one quite like it in terms of the colors. One day, about a year or so after she had died, I was sitting with our mutual friend outside talking when a butterfly landed on one of our chairs and fluttered around near us. We thought it was so special, and then I realized it was the exact same type of butterfly from our friend's service. It was a message that our friend was at peace and nearby in spirit. You can tell these types of things from what may seem like random encounters of this kind because they are always accompanied by some sort of an energetic feeling. Something inside you sort of lights up. It can even trigger a physical response like chills, goosebumps, butterflies in the stomach, and so on. The more you tune in to what is around you this way, the more you can see how God and angels are always trying to reach you and the many ways that God will try to let you know that he hears you. The fifth practice is to listen to your inner voice and intuition we all have an inner voice and intuition you can heighten this by inviting the holy spirit in each morning asking the holy spirit to move through you and be your guide and lead you through your senses this is that little voice in the back of your head that we often dismiss as a passing thought it is that random inclination to do something that you get seemingly out of nowhere It's when you suddenly get an idea or inspiration to do something. This is another way that God and angels try to guide you. This is your soul calling, trying to tell you what it wants. When we ignore it, we are kind of saying, no, thanks God. I don't want that. We don't realize this, of course, but this is essentially what we're doing. And because God will not interfere with our free will, he will not move forward until we give him permission. One of the ways we can do this is by following that intuitive feeling or inspiration when it comes and following that action that we feel led to take. This is telling God, okay, I trust you and I'm following your guidance. So tune into that inner part of yourself. Get some time to yourself each day. Just sit in quiet or maybe with some calming music. Get out and take a walk alone in the fresh air and in nature. Take some time out each day alone, away from the noise of the world and your life so you can hear yourself. You can hear that inner voice. Well, friends, those are the five practices that will help you connect to God and by extension, your soul. He is within you. He is always with you. He uses all of his creation, angels, and your body to answer you guide you and show you how he hears you but you have to meet him halfway and do your part and these five practices I have laid out are a great way to do that this is a lifelong thing this is one of the ways you nurture your soul the more you connect with him the more everything else will start to fall in place as your focus shifts from all the things of the world to God and the truest part of yourself your soul right everyone that's it for this episode i really hope you find this helpful if you would like to learn lean into this even further feel free to check out my new page faith by design i have a private facebook group by the same name called faith by design as well as a public facebook page where i provide channeled daily guidance to help connect to god angels and your soul please share in the comments your thoughts i'd love to hear what resonates I'd love to hear how you might want to add these practices to your life. If you want to continue the pursuit of faith, fitness, and joy with me, please like and subscribe. You can also follow Faith Fitness Joy on Facebook and Instagram or check out my website at faithfitnessjoy.com. If you want to go deeper into your spiritual connection to your soul, God, and angels, like I said, check out my private Faith by Design group or my Faith by Design page on Facebook. Thanks so much for listening today, and I hope to see you in the comments and on the socials. Thank you so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think, so please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you'd like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on Instagram or Facebook. Check out the blog at www.FaithFitnessJoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul.